So our devotion for today is entitled Enjoy Life. So in our life, there comes a time when we all experience the same circumstance or the same situation, the same way we all saw and experienced all that had happened during this pandemic. But even if we're all in the same boat, as some may say, we all have different views and reactions about it. Okay. So our verse for today's devotion is from Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 18 to 20. And it says, This is what I have observed to be good, that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given them, for this is their lot. Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possession and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift from God. They seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with the gladness of heart. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this day, Panginoon, na kami tinipon mo, Panginoon, para makarinig na naman po ng iyong salita. Lord, we pray, Panginoon, na uh, ang mga kapatid po namin na wala pa dito, Lord, kay po ang magdala sa kanila. And Lord, uh, let your message be revealed unto us today and let your name be lifted up in this place. Lord, we love you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so the book of Ecclesiastes is written by a wise man who committed himself to studying the world. So some say that Solomon authored this book. And based upon his study of the world, he reached a conclusion. So in Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses, verse 13, he said this, So I applied my mind to study and to explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens, what a heavy burden God has laid on mankind. Okay, so he has spent time studying the world, pursuing wisdom, building things, observing people, economies, observing everything. And this is his conclusion, that God has placed upon humanity a heavy burden. And this conclusion is based on an observation. So he said in verse 14 that, I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. So meaningless, it is a very negative word, right? So if you read these words, you might think that the author is a pessimist. So he views the world in a very pessimistic way. But some Bible scholars say that it has something to do with the translation because the Hebrew word used for the English term meaningless is hevel, which also means um, fog or vapor. And if we take it as the author saying, the world is foggy instead of the world is meaningless, then that communicates something different. Diba? And the world that he observed is foggy in three different ways. So first one, it's foggy in the sense that it is blurry. So what we see in the world is obscure or it is uncertain. It's not easy to understand. There are many times when we work for something that we want, but 
uh, life gives us something else and we cannot know for sure what is the point of it like for example i studied for nursing but when i grow up my job is to be a something else something that you're not expecting okay and we don't know what's the point that i studied this nursing for how many years and then i end up with something else okay and next it's elusive so we cannot grasp or control the things of this world we earn more money thinking that it's going to bring us satisfaction but then the warm the more we make the more we want and it will be never enough and the more we try to build our wealth the more responsibilities we will have and the more anxious we will be and there is no security or guarantee that we can keep everything okay if something unfortunate happens we can lose it all and we cannot control the things of this world even wealth even the people around you there are things that are just out of our control okay so the world is foggy it is blurry we don't understand a lot of things it's elusive we cannot control things and lastly it is gray okay so gray in the sense that it is grim sometimes it is depressing especially when there are wars happening like the poor being oppressed or uh, there are people dying because of the sickness and the virus and the list goes on so this is the first observation okay of um, solomon everything in the world is foggy because it is blurry because it's elusive and because it is gray and somewhat depressing but the writer shared another observation so which kind of competes with the first one because this observation is an entirely different character so because in the first one it was pessimistic but now it is an encouraging observation so in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 18, it says that this is what I have observed to be good, that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life God has given them, for this is their life, this is their lot. So it is appropriate to drink, to eat, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor. So how did he reach this conclusion? Well, he has an important recognition. And this recognition is that God is in charge of the world. So in the preceding verses, where he described the foggy world in which we live in, you will notice that God is not mentioned in those um, verses. But in these last verses of the chapter, of chapter 5, uh, you will notice that God is mentioned four times. So the world is foggy, it is so blurry, it is so elusive and gray, but God is in charge of the world. And our God is a giver, right? He gives us a lot of things in different ways. And it is so important for us to understand that absolutely everything is owned by the Lord. And he called us to steward what he has given to us. We are to manage everything on his behalf, but everything we have, we receive from him. So we have to acknowledge that everything is from God. But God does not only give us wealth, he gives us enjoyment. Okay. So in Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 19, he said, 
Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil, this is a gift from God. Okay. So, so here we have a different perspective, right? So the world is foggy, it is blurry, it is elusive, it is gray, but there is a God in charge. And if you trust that there's a God in charge, then you don't need to be anxious about living in a foggy world. If you trust that there is a God in charge, then you can actually enjoy what the Lord has given you. Well, some may be thinking, God hasn't given me much. Okay, I'm not rich, I'm not wealthy, I'm not a wealthy person. But I want you to think about what God has given you. If you are alive and you're here right now, then God has given you something, right? If you have food on your table, then God has given you something. If you have children, you have something that God gave you. Okay, now, you don't obtain this kind of perspective by observation only, but by hearing. Now, what do you hear when you go to the house of the Lord? You hear the word of God. You hear wisdom from God. And when you're in the worship of the people of God and under the preaching of the gospel, you're being shaped by this perspective that there's a God who created the world and that he is sovereign over all and that he loves you and he cares for you. And you don't have to, to be anxious about things. Whether he has given us little or a lot, still enjoy what he has given you. And in verse 20, it says that they seldom reflect on the days of their life because God keeps them occupied with gladness of the heart. Okay, so God compels, um, God's grace compels a man, a man's heart to be governed by gladness and joy. So if you're walking with God, you will be known for joy because the Christians are naturally, you know, happy people. And God is the epitome of everything joyful, true, good, and beautiful. So the gladness of God can only occupy our hearts in proportion to how much we know about God. So we must be occupied with understanding him more than fixing what is bad in our lives. And then we will be able to recognize the good things he has given to us. And Especially now, it's almost the end of the month, so some of us, we don't have money. We call it the Pecha de Peligro for some of us, for the Filipinos. So even if you only have enough money to buy, uh, let's say, shawarma and chai for the rest of the day, still salary, then still we have to enjoy it because it is a gift from God. And masarap naman yun. So, hindi ka natalo. Okay, so what is your outlook on the world? Are you a pessimist or an optimist? Okay, so I'll leave that to you. So for our conclusion, we don't have to deny that the world is foggy, blurry, and incomprehensible. As much as we plan, as responsible as we are, we cannot have security in what tomorrow would bring. We don't have to deny that the world in which we live in is great and it's dark, and sometimes it's frightening and depressing. But what you need to do in the midst of the fog is to have a firm joy. To God be the glory. Mm -hmm.